Why, hello, Danielle. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? It is a beautiful day in South Florida. How's the weather in California? Hot. Hot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Weather here in SoCal is hot. I think that is definitive enough. Um, we have we made a decision that we were going to create a podcast together and talk about the state of um, Black America. Um, and we were we were already having a conversation about this mm-hmm. and decided to put it in a podcast. And so we are aware of the recent events that have taken place of police brutality mm-hmm. and um, aware of what they consider disproportionate effects of the coronavirus towards the African-American community. Right. Uh, but more so, I started reading this book called The Color of Law today, and I was sharing that with you, and we've been having a great discussion about it. So I want to try to pick up any 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 one of those points of views that you want to start on or, or what you want to share. Uh, please do. Well, I haven't read the book. I know you have started um, reading the book. I have heard of... Uh, the author, and I've seen um, a couple of his interviews on uh, YouTube. Uh, but it's fascinating, fascinating just based on what you have told me. Um, because especially as uh, Black people, you're trained, you're trained a certain way. You're trained to see things a certain way. Um, go mm-hmm. to college, make sure you talk a certain way, you know, do everything X, Y, and Z and everything will be fine with you. But then when you re- really realize uh, that that is not the case, that it is systems in place to keep you, as you would say in our conversation, contained. Right. So even if you go to college and do everything that you're supposed to do, there's systems in place, whether you realize it or not, whether you know those laws or whether you don't, whether you feel the, uh, you feel the effects, you probably just don't know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> that you're feeling the effects because mm-hmm. like you said, a lot of times people um, are in their own bubbles. If they got right. a decent job and the bills are paid, then they're just happy. Right. You're right. not, you're not really looking at, you're still being oppressed and there's laws and things placed on the books to keep you contained. Um, and so, yeah, mm-hmm. it makes kind of makes me think of Byron Allen. Um the black billionaire that bought the weather channel, right? Mm -hmm. And how um, advertisers refused to advertise (laughs) because he bought the weather channel and he had to take it to the Supreme Court and pretty much the Supreme Court laughed at him. And he's a billionaire. Um, And so I'm very interested in reading um, the book that you're reading. Um, but I don't have much to say about the book per se, but you probably would want to go more into just what you've read. But yeah, it's very, it's very troubling. Yeah. Very troubling. Well, I'll give it, I'll give a two minute synopsis for the, for the listener. And that is just uh, the color law just takes us from slavery to understanding modern day uh, things that are happening um, and how the U.S. government has played a very instrumental intent role on the outcome 
of specifically African Americans in this country. And uh, there's one in the perspective where the book will lead you to um, understanding what is truly happening from a legal standpoint. But another one for me is understanding certain behaviors that African Americans may have that are derogatory. And you understand that there are forces that have played a role in creating that atmosphere. So just to give the reader and a quick uh, a listener a quick example is that when you when you understand simply put that you were put into what's known as ghettos to control you from getting out um, and um, to con- and to keep you in that um, the average black community is a structured environment for um, white capitalism. To thrive off of you, experiment off of you, um, place drugs in your community, the U.S. government doing that to keep you um, humiliated, demoralized, destroyed, and to keep you weak. What the conclusion for me is that I've come to after reading just the fourth, first four chapters of the book is that the intent and the intent is still the same today is to keep blacks from having infrastructure in their communities. Uh, because once you once you started having integration of, of schools and homes, the very next thing that happened was was two things in the black community in the sixties. Three things: massive drugs and infiltrated into the community, uh, mass incarceration, and the taking away of free trade schools in the high schools. All these things have a dramatic effect on the black community uh, to cocaine, heroin, and things of that nature. So the state of the black community for me is understanding, talking about that there is a intent from the highest level to keep blacks from building infrastructure, family, community, business, political power, controlling their destiny with the resources of the government, and so forth and so on. So that that's what I would share, just as a, a synopsis of the book. Yes. So, uh, what I'd like to ask you is um, um, what can we what can we do at this stage of the game to um, even try to turn around a 400-year debauchery? What, what, wow. what, what can we do to help ourselves? <laughs> the first thing that I would say is it's always going to start off with the, the Most High himself um, because no, um, the type of oppression that has been done to us um, um, it's it's permeated every bit of our lives. It's just the truth. Um, how we see things, how we view things, how we view ourselves, how we view religion, it it it, it permeates all those things. So it, it 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 first has to be done at a spiritual level. Okay. There's no way about it. it. It has to start. It has to start with him. 
um, because you're you're dealing you're you're dealing collectively with a, a broken group of people. Mm-hmm. You know, broken-hearted people. Right, right. Because it's not just it's not just white people. People all around the world see specifically. I mean, the slave trade was big. You have the Caribbean. Um, the slaves that went to the Caribbean um, and the Latin country, South America, Central America, um, but particularly African-Americans when you go across the world of what your perception of them is, it's always negative. Yet these are the same people that gave, that built the wealth of this country, that built it. Right. And that's just the truth. It was built but you're dealing with a broken-hearted people, a people that they that have um, collectively low self, low self-esteem, low self-worth for themselves. Right. And as a result of that low self-esteem and low self-worth, because of the perception of us, you turn on each other. So it affects how black men view black women, how black women view black men. It affects black children when you they do those tests about. Um, you know, the doll test, which ones you consider more valuable, it permeates everything. Mm-hmm. So you're dealing with a broken hearted people. Uh-huh. So that that has to be healed. And you have to, as far as I'm concerned, you have to go to the healer, which is the most high himself. Um, and then after that, then you have to deal with the family. Okay. You have to deal with the family because everything starts with family. Uh, the creator, and we had this discussion about um, men and women, I believe, on the last podcast that we did, talking about the hedge, the function of the man, the function of the woman. After that, it starts with just family, and it has to start with love, loving yourself, not looking for approval from other people. Right. So once you deal with your creator for healing, then you have to the second part is family and loving yourself mm-hmm. and stop seeking approval from other people because black people as a collective, not individually, but as a collective, you constantly seek approval from other races of people. Correct. And based on the feedback you get from them is how you determine your self-esteem and self-worth. Right. And so you, you have to, you have to switch that. You have to love yourself and have some type of self-worth outside of whatever anybody thinks of you. And starts with the family, your husbands and, and, and marriage, husbands and wives and your children. And instilling in your children self-worth. Right. You know, a lot of times we, um, as, as black people, you don't, in, you don't instill in your children self-worth of who they are. What you instill in them is how white people want you to act and behave. That is correct. And so they still grow up hating themselves and hating who they are. Right. And I, I've noticed that you, you tell them, well, you need to get a good education and you need to talk proper and you need to do this and you need to do everything is based on a Eurocentric point of view. But that doesn't address who they are because they're not European. Right. So what you inadvertently teach your children is who I am is is. It's bad because you're not telling me to love me. Mm-hmm. You're telling me to love everything European. And that, that's, there's nothing wrong with that if you're European. But if you're, if you're not European, it's like telling a European to uh, value everything that's not them and African. Right. 
I think that's an excellent point. Do, do you see what I'm saying? Well, yeah. you, you're dealing with a European person. They're not African. Mm-hmm. And so there, there you have, there you have as what we talk about the bipolarness of black people because you're raised to think and act European. But when you look in the mirror, you're not European. Right. Right. And mama and daddy ain't telling you that mom and ta- daddy is telling you do what makes European society happy. Don't, don't be you. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, don't be you. If your hair is kinky, press it, you know, you know, don't, we don't want you, you know, too loud. Cause that might make people nervous. Everything, every, how we raise our children really, it teaches them to hate themselves. Mm. You know. Right. Teaches them to hate themselves. And you know as well as I know in the Black community, Black people worship anything that's not like them. So if it's lighter than them or has a certain type of hair texture, they call that beautiful. But they never call their brown skin or dark skin children beautiful. Mm -hmm. You hear it, you see it all the time. Oh, that... That baby is so beautiful, and it's you're only saying that is because that ba- that baby has a certain complexion, right, and a certain hair texture, right. But you don't say those same words of, you know, um, of self worth and self love to the child that has a kinkier texture that may be darker skin. Mm-hmm. They don't hear that type of reinforcement. Mm-hmm. And then you want to talk about them when they're bleaching skin. Or they only want to wear weave. You know. Mm-hmm. So it, it starts, it, it starts, it starts there. Mm-hmm. And then I think those two things, those two things, it, it, those th- two things have to be in place. Because once again, the civil rights movement, hindsight, it, it literally obliterated um, the black community, because then black people did have communities. Mm -hmm. They really did have communities. Mm -hmm. You know, the uh, in wedlock birth was higher than white people, all people in the United States. And once integration happened, it was literally destroyed. Right. Black people had businesses because they had to have black businesses. Because everything was segregated. You had no other choice but to deal with one another. Once integration hit, that was obliterated, Mm -hmm. you know. So it's not that black people don't know black business because go back to the 50s, uh, go back to the 40s. They had businesses because they had no other choice. It was their own communities, but they had businesses. But once integration hit, then all that, you know, all that went away for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um, but it, it, to me, it has to start with those two things. It has to start with our heavenly father. And then it has to, you have, you have to get back to the family and you have to instill in your children and in yourself because we have adults. It's not just children. You have adults, black men and black women that don't like themselves and don't like what they look like, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's not just the children Uh, the children are getting a lot of this stuff from their parents. You know, how many black men have heard their black mother say, well, you know, make sure you bring home a girl that ain't too dark. I mean, how many of them have heard that and vice versa? You know, because it's a deep rooted self-loathing. 
And it starts there. And then once you have that and you have the family, then you can, you can build, you can, and you're a business person. So you would be able to speak on that. Once you have the family intact and the healing that comes from our heavenly father, then you can, you can build communities and businesses. Yeah. I I think what I would, and I, I think what I would share being that um, I've had an opportunity to mature in Christ is that you do see this wave in the black community of people who are very knowledgeable about how to make money, but the wisdom of God begins to show mm-hmm. you that it doesn't make a difference if mm-hmm. if right now as mm-hmm. an African American because you mm-hmm. know how to flip houses or make money mm-hmm. or do investments, you're mm-hmm. you don't have a foundation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can have a million dollars, two million dollars mm-hmm. in the bank, but you are mm-hmm. going to lose it all. Mm-hmm. Because if as long as you're broken, you're mm-hmm. emotionally, psychologically, mm-hmm. systematically, mm-hmm. Um, um, mentally messed up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You 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 can't maintain a family. Mm-hmm. There's that war between the black man and the black woman. Mm-hmm. You're both mm-hmm. psychologically, you're both psychological degenerates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have no skills, mm-hmm. no skills and no templates mm-hmm. to see consistency of what family is supposed to be like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're repeating the cycle of your so-called free parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now in 2020, you learn how to make money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you got all these gurus on Instagram and whatever else. I'm mm-hmm. not knocking them. They they tell mm-hmm. you how to make money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. You, you're, you're trying to build a house on sand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. this is where the ego and the pride comes in. Mm-hmm. When you're dealing with us mm-hmm. as a race, mm-hmm. the ego and the pride will not allow us to humble ourselves and repeat and say to ourselves what you said. Though I got on a $5,000 watch mm-hmm. and though I'm dressed nice, mm-hmm. I'm broken. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. form of racism has destroyed us collectively. And I just want to speak on that because you and I both know a lot of people may not understand when you say collectively because we understand, mm-hmm. especially when you're talking about race. Mm-hmm. You have to be very specific in your choice of words, whether you're talking mm-hmm. individually or mm-hmm. collectively. Mm-hmm. So collectively deals with us as a people. Mm-hmm. Correct. Because individually, individually, a lot of things don't affect you. Mm-hmm. But when you start thinking that you you're not a part of the collective, mm-hmm. that's where that's 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 where your individuality needs to be put in check. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. you, you, you just might be the one that got around that corner, mm-hmm. but you didn't get around the, the, the systematic process. Yeah. That's what Absolutely. biology is understanding. He, he thought he was above the, you know, the collective. And then yeah. he, had, he had to be put in a situation where, as an individual, he, he, he you know, because it's very structured and it's very real. Mm-hmm. So, just my point is that um, the state of the black community is. From my perspective, 
you can't teach me how to go out and make money. We, we tried this. We already you know, went out and got all the degrees in the last two mm-hmm. years, doctor degree. Mm-hmm. We moved into the neighborhoods, and yet, mm-hmm. you know, we have executive black CEOs committing suicide mm-hmm. because of lack okay. of self-worth and self-identity. Mm-hmm. Playing the game, playing the game of trying to uh, succumb to the, to the European mindset and peer pressure, but you lose, you have to lose yourself in the process to keep that two hundred thousand dollar year job. Oh, of course, you know. So, of course. Um, so. I, 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 I'm going to say everything that you said, and I'm going to reinforce it. Uh, if we don't deal with how um, sick we are as a race of people, you, you, you can give us all the tools you want. You can give us Instagram, Facebook. You can give us money. You can give us, you know, Big Brother got a contract with the NBA. He got two hundred million. It's all going to be gone. It's a fact. Mm-hmm. It's all going to be gone. Absolutely, because the infrastructure is not there. Absolutely, you first have to you have to heal it, heal the root of it, as you talked about um, talking about the root. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to add something. It says it may as a collectively and then individually. Um, but even when you say um, if something doesn't affect you individually, it actually does because my dad was the son of a sharecropper, right? I know your mother grew up on a what a plantation. Uh, she grew up on a sharecropping farm as well. Yeah. yeah. So what sh- the pain and suffering that she had from growing up on that plantation. It affected you because she raised you and a lot of that wasn't healed. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? So it so none of us escapes. A lot of us as black people, especially as educated blacks, you think you've escaped something. And deep, deep down, you know you haven't. But you don't want to address the root issue because all of us here have either parents that were sons or daughters of sharecroppers or had grandparents that were sharecroppers. Like I've told you before, I can go to Mississippi and all my on my dad's side of the family, my great grandfather was a slave. Right. And I've been to his grave. To say that that does not affect me in some type of way, even though I live in California and my a lot of my dad's brothers and sisters made a good life in California and say that it didn't affect my dad and my uncles and my aunts and me and my cousin. That's a lie. It, it affected you. It's just we, we've been good at, like you said, covering stuff up with money and degrees and saying I've arrived and, and still you're broken. You haven't got down to the root of what happened. Right. You know, there was no rehabilitation. Last time I checked, there was no rehabilitation for the slaves that were released. That's correct. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? There was no counseling given by the government when they released them. After they were, you know, they've been slaves for years. They just released them and they just went on having families and X, Y, and Z. And so to say that it doesn't, it doesn't affect, absolutely it does affect. It, it affects us uh, in more ways than one. And you see it. You see it. You see it even with celebrities that have millions of dollars. You see the dysfunction, do you not? Right. 
you see it in these pro athletes that have all this money, but for whatever, they got kids all over the place and you see, you see the dysfunction. You see it. And you're saying, but wait a minute, they got millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. They shouldn't be acting this way because they, they made it. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to what you said. You, you have to get to the root. You have to heal what's broken. Right. You have to heal what's broken because your whole life in this, in this country is based on a European standard. And what do you do when you're not European? Mm-hmm. Whereas you have Africans that come to this country, they, are, they have African standards. They have customs, tradition, language. Mm-hmm. They, they have those traditions that they're bringing with them. But we're too far removed from those traditions. We have traditions that we've set up here, but how we think and how we see everything from family to religion to everything is all based on a European standard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very important just to, just to try to attempt to uh, understand that for self, just to try to understand that for self is the whole reason why, you know, I wanted to make this podcast is just because you know, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. And this is just a matter of whether or not a person wants to, you know, <laughs> be exposed to truth. Because uh, there's a lot of things that we're just not uh, dealing with. That until we deal with it, ain't nothing going to change. Just nothing's going to change. And that's 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 the message. Um and the whole purpose of wanting to do this podcast is just to try to scratch the surface to get some type of dialogue going of what the root of it is. Because you know, you know, you can sit there, you know, we can sit there and talk about. Uh, some people do the latest news. Oh, this is going on and that's going on. I don't like what she said. It's like you're not dealing with the root of the problem. And I think that's what this podcast is it's attempting to do. You know, let's 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 come on. Let's deal with the root of the problem. You know, right? Uh, let's try to, because it's so it's so heavy that you know, uh, just to try to deal with it, gonna make some people nauseous and make them afraid and angry and upset. You know, you're talking about all the stuff that I don't want to address. And I guess finally, I would say something along the lines like these uh, corporations, very specifically, these corporations trying to make these uh, small changes to their products and tearing down uh, Confederate statues. And like, that doesn't, that just makes people feel better. That doesn't deal with the root of the problem. All you're mm-hmm. really doing is admitting that you know you had uh, propaganda out there to, you know, to remind mm-hmm. people of how this nation was built. That's all you're doing, just admitting it. Um, but mm-hmm. but the focus is on us, and that was our purpose for this podcast, mm-hmm. was to try to start mm-hmm. a conversation. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the real issue right. of what's going on in the black community. I think I think I think we I think we did pretty good. I think we did pretty good of just trying to deal with the muck underneath the table mm-hmm. that nobody wants to put on the table. So. With that, I want to give you um, the closing um, 
the closing statement, uh, what you would like to share with the community. Well, in regards to this issue, like I said, it's just reiterating what I said before is just to, um, we have to go to our Heavenly Father um, as a collective, once again, that we're a collective, as a collective of people. We've been begging, <clears throat> we've been begging a system that has oppressed you and that benefits off of your oppression to free you. Right. And, and the reality of that is, like you said, honey, uh, it, that's not going to happen. Right. That's just, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You made an example of before we t had talked um, of a pimp and a whore relationship. Right. Why would a pimp let go of a whore that's making him millions of dollars? He's that's not right. going to do it. That's right. Um, so to seek, seek the most high, to seek, go to him. He is the healer. He is the redeemer. And then to, to accept yourself, to accept yourself the way the creator made you. Mm -hmm. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with the way he made you. I know you've been told that. I know you've been told that you're ugly, you're dark, you're nappy headed, whatever you've been told. I know you've been told that. There's nothing wrong with the way the creator created you and you have to love you you have to love yourself you have to instill that in your children mm -hmm. so that they can instill it in their children mm -hmm. and and then go from there and like i said then we can build communities and businesses but we, we have to get back to our creator and we have to get um, back to loving each other and loving ourselves because we as a collective we don't love ourselves and we don't love each other Right. Henceforth, that's why you see all the back and forth between black men and black women, because there's deep wounds there. If you just go below the surface, you see a whole bunch of pain mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on both sides. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that pain is then just transferred to the children. And then you see the children acting out. Right, right. Because nobody wants to get to the root. Right. Oh, just cover it up with a degree. Just go buy a house. You'll be all right. Right. Just go to school, you know. You know and, and you see that's not working. Right. It's not working. So that's that's all I would say. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think it's been a great broadcast. And um, the beautiful thing is that um, the community will be able to play it and replay it and um, glean what they can glean from it. And so for that, I'm going to say... Uh, Thank you again.